You're tuned into Toby Talks, episode 10, the very truth about going from LVN to registered nurse. Have you ever felt stuck? Like literally just stuck. You don't know what to do, what move to make next. You want to see yourself excelling your career. You don't know how. And then the worst part, you open up your Facebook or Instagram app and you're seeing all your friends living their quote unquote best life while you're kind of still stuck. Trust me, you are not alone. We've all been there. Heck, even as a nurse, you can be stuck. You could want to leave your bedside career and change it up, or you might want to figure out how to get into the bedside career as an RN coming up. My next guest, Vanessa, is sharing with us how she climbed up in her life when she felt stuck. And let me be honest, I love this girl's story. It's not the typical, oh my gosh, I graduated, then I started college, and then I'm on my way, and now I'm a butterfly nurse. No, honey, there was a lot of career changes, some time away from school, and so much more. But you know what? Before I get all up in the conversation, let's go ahead and hop into it. Let's go ahead and um, jump into this. I really want to know what actually pursued or gave you that passion to want to pursue nursing. Um, When I was in high school, um, I had an interest in the health field. I went to the hospital for a procedure when I was about 15. Mm -hmm. And I was really intrigued by, you know, the nurses and the doctors and just like that whole atmosphere. And I said, wow, I would love to work here, you know, like choose the medical field as a a career. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was a thought that I had when I was younger, but it, it really didn't manifest until I was about 20 years old. Um, at that point, I, I did graduate from high school. I enrolled into a semester of college courses when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I just felt like school wasn't um, right for me at that moment. So I dropped out at 18. And I got into a couple of things. Um, I started modeling, I started working like really odd jobs, you know, just trying to find my place. Mm -hmm. And then one day my mom had this flyer to this um, school, this technical school that was literally like 15 minutes away. And she was like, why don't you check out the, um, this school? They have like, you know, vocational um, programs and, you know, things that you can complete and, six, 10 or 12 months. And I kind of ignored her for a few weeks. And then like I thought about it. Like we our moms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at this point I was 20. I was working at um, Hooters doing waitressing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'll try it. Like, why not? It's not going to hurt. So mm-hmm. I enrolled in the CNA class first. I was like, ooh, I get to be a nurse in four weeks. Like, ooh, let me jump on that. Like, that's easy, quick, fast. And um, when I got into the program, it was pretty cool, you know, learning how to do vital signs and different things. But then when we got to the clinical part at the end of the four weeks, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so this is what I'm going to be doing. And I mean, (laughs) yeah, and it was just kind of like, um, 
okay. Like, I don't see myself doing this because while we were there, um, I remember one of the nurses, like the CNA pretty much did everything, you know, and I did everything with her, Mm -hmm. you know, we bathed the patient, we got them clean and dressed and we had them like on their side so that the nurse could come in and do the dressing change. Okay. And so she did the dressing change and she walked out and I'm like over here sweating, (laughs) you know, I was like, I want (laughs) to... I'm like, uh, I want to do what she's doing. So I went up to her afterwards and I said, um, excuse me, um, what are you? <laughs> and she said, oh, I'm an LPN. And I was like, oh, okay. So I completed the program, but mm-hmm. I never sat for my certification test. And I went back to my school and I said, how can I sign up for the LPN program? Because I don't want to be a CNA. Because the and work was too much for you? You felt like the work was just a lot versus what the LPN was doing, huh? Girl, I was sweating. I was like, oh, no, baby. No, I'm 20. <laughs> I'm too young for this. <laughs> Especially coming from, about, like, where I was. <laughs> I'm not about yeah. that life. Especially coming. No, mm-mm. No, girl. And you said especially coming from where you came from, which is like what kind of like, you know, being more of like what? You know, like having to, uh, I mean, I don't want to sound like bougie or anything, but you know, getting dolled up for work and I was Honey, used to I'm, interesting I'm, and I don't know what you're talking about because I'm bougie. <laughs> I go to work with eyebrows popping, my wig on straight. I'm sure I'm <laughs> nails be done. Okay. So I definitely understand what you mean. <laughs> But I I get what you mean. The work was just a lot just from a CNA perspective. So go ahead and tell me like, so now that you found out about the LPN, what did you, did you end up going straight into that next? I had to wait about six months, six or eight months to get into the LPN program because they kind of waitlisted me. I did, um, I did the entrance test and I didn't score that well and I had mm-hmm. to keep retaking it, you know, cause I had been out of school for like two years at that point. So my math wasn't as sharp, you mm-hmm. know, and, but you know, it, it was about six or eight months and then I finally got in and I did it. Yay. And I know what you mean. Cause I remember when I was doing, trying to get into the RN program and having to take, I think at that time it was either the T's or Taz or HESI. I don't remember. They changed the name every couple of years, but it was so intense. And I struggled in math. Like math is my enemy. Like me and math are not on the same page. We don't agree unless Mm -hmm. it comes to like, you know, money, then, you know, then I can do some algebra for some money. But besides (laughs) that girl, I struggled. So I know what you mean by that entrance exam that, I mean, that is very, very difficult. So I'm glad that you got over that hurdle because that's a hurdle that we all got to get through just to get into the program that people don't talk about. But, But go ahead and tell me. So when you, when you got in, were you excited? Was it like, yeah, I'm finally getting to go for what I'm assuming I'm want to do as an LPN. Yeah, I was excited because, you know, it's like the CNA pro- program kind of opened my eyes a little bit to just basic things. And mm-hmm. at that point, I, it was like I was a sponge. I wanted to learn more and I wanted to really take it seriously and do well. <clears throat> so... I went in and I did my thing. 
and I graduated at 22. Yeah, Ooh, 22. That's what's yep. up. Man. Mm-hmm. So did you have to sit for a board after your LPN class? Like, I'm after your LPN course, did you have to take a, a state exam or a state board to be licensed? Yes. Yes, I did. I took it about, I graduated March 30th. I took it May 27th. So about two months later, I took it. Mm-hmm. So how was your experience as an LPN, like working on the unit, working side to side with nurses and other CNAs? Like, did you feel like there was much of a change from when you first, you know, had that first impression of what a CNA does to now what you do as an LPN? Yeah. um, From the first day that I was on my own, like after I completed training, I remember one of the CNAs was like, um, excuse me, nurse Vanessa, would you like to get this patient up right now? And I was like, what? <laughs> she said, nurse Vanessa. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me. Like, I almost forgot <laughs> that. <laughs> it was just so surreal. Like for someone to call me a nurse, it, it felt really nice. And I liked it. Because you lot. worked hard for them. You worked hard for that title, girl. Hmm. What? School was not a joke. Mm. LPN school is hard. It is hard. LPN school, RNAs, I mean, um, RN school, like all these educations are very hard. So when you finally get through it, you're like, ah, to be the glory. You're done. You're happy. So did you enjoy your practice as an LPN? Like what were some of your challenges you faced in the role as an LPN? Well, the first couple years was really enjoyable for me because everything was so new and I was just focused on like getting comfortable with everything, um, time management, you know, following orders, recognizing when a patient um, needed, you know, further orders from the doctor, um, just different things. So I really enjoyed the first two years. I really did. I picked up like crazy. I picked up extra shifts. Like I worked oh, so hard. Always do that. As soon as we get into the nursing field, girl, that's our first thing. Oh, I can make this much. Oh, I'm about to work this night, that night. I don't need to sleep on that day. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just trying to replenish your account. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Yeah. The first two years I did that, I was really happy. And then I wanted to learn more and I tried to apply for other jobs, like more acute care setting jobs and just different, different things. And to my surprise, I couldn't find anything as LPN. I saw a bunch of RN positions. And I was like, man, you know, I would really love to work here, but I don't have the credentials yet. You were finding difficulties to leave the bedside or you were finding difficulties at the bedside, but just different positions. Yeah. Like I was finding difficulty. I didn't mind the bedside. Um, I still don't mind the bedside, but like I was finding difficulty finding other places to work than where I was employed. Mm -hmm. So what did you do when you started seeing those issues? Like, did you feel like, okay, now I just want to go back to school and get my RN degree or did it make you feel like, okay, well, I'm just going to be, all I can do is just stay in this role. Like what was your next move with that? Because I know that's definitely a lot that people are seeing nowadays, the 
healthcare is going more into having registered nurses and now nurses with bachelor degree, depending on, you know, if you work in an acute care setting. So tell me more. about. Yes. Went on my um, local community college. I went on their website and I looked at the RN program requirements and I saw like this big list of prerequisites. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to take me forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I kind of had these, like, feelings like, oh, my gosh, I should have just started back, like, taking classes as soon as I finished with the LPN. I shouldn't have taken a break. Now I'm 25, and it's going to take me, like, two, three years just to do prereqs, and then it's going to take me another year and a half to do the program. Like wow. I was so discouraged. Yeah. I was really discouraged. I was really like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to go through nursing school again. And, um, so I, I, <laughs> I pondered on the idea for a few months and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh man. And then I finally decided like, okay, enough is enough. <laughs> you know, I made the decision. Like I don't want to be an LPN for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. So I might as well do it now that I don't have kids. So you did a regular RN program. It wasn't like a bridge program from like LVN to RN. It was like a straight brand new RN, like BSN RN or ABN, like um, associate's degree RN. What kind of journey did you have to take to, to go into the program? Well, to get into any of those programs that you just listed, whether it's LPN to RN, generic RN, um, BSN, like whichever one, like they all have the same, most of the same requirements, which is, you know, your English, your math, your anatomy one and two, you know, all of that. And I didn't have anything. Mm. <laughs> so okay, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. At that point, cause remember I dropped out, so I didn't have any classes. So in the beginning I looked I remember zeroing in on like maybe three or four schools, potential schools. And I said, okay, what are the prereqs for this school, this school, this one, this one. So each term I just took classes towards all of the schools because I wasn't sure where I was going to end up. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up at an LPN to RN transition program, which worked out perfect. Nice. So what was the... Once you got into that program, what was it that um, were you still able to work while you were taking your classes little by little per semester? Like, were you still working as an LVN? And did that also help that transition when you were going from LVN to RN? Yes, I worked um, full time up until I got in the program. And then I dropped down to part time. And it did help because I was able to pay for tuition out of pocket. So Ooh, yes, I'm God graduating. Mm. Yes. No, no kind of debt, girl. God is good. No, mm. Yes. No debt. You know, just like the LPN, no debt. CNA, no debt at all. Girl, you so popping. it worked out. You doing big things. <laughs> mm. I'm so proud of you. So that's really good. So did, so when you were doing the bridge course, now you're doing the LVN to RN um, in the program, 
was it easier for you to pick up kind of the stuff that you're learning in RN um, program because you're already an LVN or was it like a whole new world? Like, whoa, I didn't know all that in that depth, you know? In some areas, it's easier to understand the concepts, but in other, like other areas, it's not beneficial to go in as an LPN. Most of my experience was on a respiratory unit. So when I got to the respiratory um, sections throughout the program, the nursing program, I always scored really well, you mm-hmm. know, because that's my area of expertise, I, I guess. But then when it came to like, uh, like cardiac, how can I explain it? Yeah, like cardiac or um, delegation, like what can you delegate to an LPN? What can you delegate to this thing? Kind of like the management part of of being an RN. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but wait, how how is this answer wrong? Like there was a question that I did last week and it was like, okay, it was a select all that apply. And it said, um, select all, you know, which task can you delegate to an LPN? And one of the answer choices was ask the LPN to take a patient's temperature and if needed, give Tylenol. So I clicked it. Like (laughs) LPNs can give medications and we can Mm. also um, take vital signs. So that was wrong. And I'm like, but that's what I do at my job, you know? Mm, so I get what you mean. Wow. Yeah. That's so disrespectful. Oh my gosh. I actually cannot stand exams in nursing school because you can select all the apply or select the best answer. When you select the best answer, it wasn't the best, best answer that the first best was not the best of the best and you failed. Like that stuff I hate. It's like psychological trauma. Like stop effing with my mind, please. Like (laughs) stop it. (laughs) You're messing with me. Wow. So that was a whole new world for you of understanding that delegation part and and stuff from the RN program. Wow. Yes. That's really, really, that's interesting. Cause I never, you know, I went straight from, I don't know, normal girl to becoming a BSN in nursing. So I didn't, I didn't have anything to compare it to. So hearing that, mm-hmm. you know, there's a comparison from the LVN to the RN is, is really interesting. And I see how the delegation part was one of them in this whole program, which I know that, you know, you, you are doing amazingly well and you're about to graduate soon. I'm so excited for you. Were there any kind of, um, you're welcome. Were there any kind of uh, hesitations while you were in the LPN school to R, I mean, while you were on the LPN to RN RN transition, were there any frustrations or were there any areas that you're like, oh, I really don't feel like I've gotten the support I needed in this transition from going from LPN to RN? I mean, I I think I faced a Anybody going through this transition, LPN to RN, kind of probably will face the same things that I have. Just, I don't know, feeling like you're doing nursing school twice was really like something that I was annoyed with, like doing the clinicals a second time. Okay. Doing nursing school a second time, taking the boards a second time, like... I kind of, in the beginning, I really struggled with it. And I was like, man, this should be easy for me. Like I already did nursing school. It should be easy. 
And I quickly found out that it's very different. I used to say all the time when I was an LPN, like before I got in the program, like, oh, mm-hmm. LPN and RN is the same thing. And I don't know what's the difference. And I do the same thing that RNs do, but mm-mm. like wow. <laughs> going, yeah. Man, so how did you get over that? How did you finally was like, you know what? I'm going to be more focused on this. Like, how did you get over the fact that, oh, I'm redoing this again? Or you feel like you're redoing this again? Or you feel like you're wasting, you know, your clinical time again? How did you get over that hump to truly be successful to where you are now? Well, first off, in the beginning, I wasn't doing so well on the exams like I thought I should have because Mm -hmm. I kept thinking like of what I would do and not what the textbook wants, you know? Yeah. So after seeing my scores in the beginning of the program, I'm like, gosh, you got to get it together. Like what's wrong? You know, you should be Mm -hmm. doing good. So that was a red flag. And then um, the dean of our school, I remember he said on the first day, when you come on this campus, forget that you're an LPN, you're an RN student stop associating yourself as an LPN when you come on this campus. He said, what you do outside of here is your business, but within these walls, you're an RN student. And yeah, like that kind of stuck with me. And after I realized that I was like, you know what? He's right. I need to come in and pretend that I have a clean slate that I don't know anything and humble myself. And after I did that, it got easier. Mm. So stepping back out of that role of the um, LPN role and really being someone who's learning something completely new is kind of your focus on how you did that. Yes. Wow. Has your outlook on nursing changed now um, that you're going into an RN role versus your LPN role based on your education? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about that. Like what, what changed about it? What was your initial look on um, nursing as an LVN or LPN to now what you're seeing as a um, soon to be RN? Um, I think the LPN role is really like just my personal opinion. I think that they teach you abnormal and abnormal, but like at a basic level, Mm. um, and I think that the RN role is a little bit, it's abnormal and ab, ab it's normal and abnormal. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but it's also total patient care, like head to toe, the psychosocial aspect, you know, the physiological aspect, like just everything. Like, I think that going through this program has made me a better nurse and going to make me a better provider the more that you gain and the more you you learn the better care that you can give to your patients I love that I I really like what you said because I think hearing that perspective and that outlook really means a lot and I like how your journey just wasn't like the typical like oh I graduated and then I just started school and then I went here no like just like life where you have all these different sporadic things that happen in your different experiences I love how you're sharing that like during this season, you tried CNA and then you realized it wasn't for you. And then you tried LVN and you loved it. And then you realized, hey, I want to do more. And now you're mm-hmm. in your journey of ending and about to start as an RN nurse. So that is beautiful. And it's funny because you keep saying like, oh, I was so, you know, I'm, I'm older now. And I'm thinking this girl is still in her 20s. She is so fresh. <laughs> 
and highly favored. If you know how many people are like in their 30s and 40s trying to figure it out, like, yeah, maybe I should. And you were like living your best life. Like, I wish I could have been like, oh, I was a model. And then I went and became a <laughs> And then on the weekends, I travel and wear Versace. Um, you know, like I wish I could throw in some stuff like that. Because everyone's journey is completely different. Girl, it took me seven years to figure my life out. Okay. And in these seven years, unlike you, some of us are collecting some debt <laughs> called school loans. Okay. Changed my major four times before I realized, what? okay. Yes, girl. Oh, four times. First time. My parents want to be a pharmacist and, um, you know, I'm Nigerian and they always try to push what they want. And I was like, no, I'm good. So I didn't do it. For, mm -hmm. I did it for a semester. And then that was a, that's a funny story another day. And then I went into nursing and then I got into nursing school and it was not what I thought it was going to be. And I didn't do well my first semester. So then I changed my degree to psychology because I really love psych and I love business communication. So I was doing that. And then right before I was supposed to graduate my semester for graduation, I got into another nursing program and I was like, Oh wait, this is what I really want to do. Okay. I'm going to leave and do that <laughs> and now that's oh my gosh yes girl so I didn't graduate college until I was 25 actually and I started college since I was in high school like I was a senior taking uh, oh my gosh yeah I'm old <laughs> <laughs> girl oh my I, goodness. I, I, yeah so Trust me when I say everyone's journey is different, but I would never trade my journey for anybody else's because I love what I went through. Like I did so many things. I was like, I was very proactive and active in my community or in my college. So I was, you know, it didn't, my life wasn't boring just trying to figure out school and stuff. I was doing things in between. So I love your story because it does give that encouragement to other people to, you know, figure it out. It's okay when you figure it out. It's okay to try new things and see when you want to figure it out. You know what I mean? Right. Through your whole journey from the LVN to now um, finishing up the RN, what was one of your highlights during that? Like out of the whole program, what's something that really stood out to you that made you feel like, yes, this is, this is it. This is my calling. I'm happy that I took this route versus, you know, staying in LVN. Um, well, the pretty cool thing about where I go to school is that my program is a hospital-based program. I go to the hospital for classes and clinicals Oh, and just that feeling. I mean, even if uh, just going there, my mood is immediately positive and I'm happy that I'm doing something for my future and just being there, you know, has really been good for me mm -hmm. like being in that environment and not just being like, in a nursing home or a rehab center, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's just really different. Like the acute care setting is, it's really different. So as someone who, like I said, is taking that journey, what is the comparison to you when you did your LVN, like working outside of the acute care? Like, were there not other opportunities to do acute care with your LPN inside the hospital? Or was that something you just didn't see much of? In my area, because I live in South Florida, they really only hire LPNs in acute care settings, like for the ER. Okay. So uh, you won't get that ICU experience. You won't get that labor and delivery experience. You won't get those kind of jobs. Um, I even tried to work at a dialysis clinic 
and only RNs. So I just kept running into these walls, but hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really good that you said that because I had no idea. I didn't know that there were such, you know, um, hesitancy to hire LVNs in these kind of particular roles. So, of course, yeah. you being an LVN at such a young age, because one, I mean, you make it sound like you old girl, but you really, you were really a young LVN. So, being a young mm-hmm. LVN and being African American, did you have any um, kind of challenges while you were at LVN or while you were an LVN in your RN school? Challenges with my schooling? No, not at all. Um, the beautiful thing about South Florida or Florida in general is that there's just so many um, different cultures here there's uh latinos there's blacks there's um whites you know there's jamaicans haitians trinis Mm -hmm. like there's just a whole slew of people so very diverse with my yeah so with my school i really didn't face any challenges being black um i identified with with other black people in my class and black nurses on the floors and stuff like that. So that was fine. As far as work goes, when I first became an LPN, I was 22. Mm -hmm. I still doing modeling here and there. Mm -hmm. So I, I remember when I started, I was like the sponge, you know, I wanted to learn everything and I was excited. I was happy. I just noticed that the nurses that had been there for years were mean to me Mm. like they wouldn't help me like if there was an admission or if I had a question about something they would just be rude and just let you drown and I couldn't understand it because I was like this is a field where we're supposed to help each other we're helping patients right so how come there's no teamwork? Like right. they literally will see you drown and won't help you at all. And you so. think it's because of your age or because of your race? Because I'm hoping it's, I hope it's more of age than race because, you know, I know the seasoned nurses can do that to us younger ones. But what do you think was the issue? Like, was this coming from all different kinds of races that were just older or was this because you were young and new? I don't know what it is. Maybe because I was young, maybe because I was black, maybe because I was pretty. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. That's interesting because even for me, I dealt with that because of my age. Um, because mm-hmm. I was so young um, in, and this is more of when I started, when I changed from being at the bedside nurse to now being more in administrative and doing quality. Um, I would notice that from older nurses because you know, that typical stereotype if you have to be at the bedside for so many years before you're even allowed mm-hmm. to be in these kind of positions. And I would feel a lot of mm-hmm. that of what you're saying. And then also, mm-hmm. you know, a little sprinkle here and there because I'm African-American, but, you know, I think that's usually a challenge that we face in a lot of areas that we work in. But how did you mm-hmm. get over that? How did you, did you ever, were you ever able to get over that hump of them or some nurses being mean and not helping you? Or was this just your workplace? Was it just the workplace environment and culture? Or was it something that you had to develop some kind of thick skin and work through it? Yeah, I did. I had to develop thick skin because I was like, listen, I went through hell in nursing school to get this LPN license. I and I refuse. Right. Mm. 
yeah, like I refuse to go back to waitressing. I have a career and y'all not going to just run me out of here or Mm -hmm. make me feel like I can't do this job. Like Mm -hmm. why can't I do it too? So I really gained some thick skin and I gained the respect of a lot of the people that were not so nice in the beginning, but there was still some, you know, crabs (laughs) that them dust bunnies just, Mm -hmm. yeah. But Mm. I think, you know, I think that's how it is when you go into any new environment, you got to watch your back and you got to like look out for yourself. But you would think going into healthcare where we talk about health and love and, and supporting one another and wanting the best for our patients, we would be the ones displaying that kind of love and care to each other, you know? So it is kind of hard to go into an environment that you're talking about caring for others, but internally you're not caring for each other. It's kind of like, ugh, weird, very weird. It is. I think, you know what I think that stems from? I think that comes from nurses being burnt out, to be Mm. honest with you. I think a majority of it is the burnout you know, and them just not liking their jobs or being overworked, being stressed, you know, so. So what are you going to do? Take it personal. What are you going to do now that you're going from LVN to RN to prevent yourself from being like them one day if you think that's what the cause is? Well, um, bum, bum, bum. bum. (laughs) (laughs) What can I do to manage my stress? Well, you seem to be doing a lot of things outside of nursing. Am I right? Because I I know that you have a wonderful outlet on social media. Kind of tell me about that. Because I feel like that is probably an avenue that you use. But, you know, I can only speak for myself. Go ahead, girl. (laughs) So, yeah, my, my outlet that I use to kind of vent and to talk about nursing stuff is my blog. It's called Very Vanessa. And, um, I started the YouTube channel and the blog a few months ago, because when I was going through the transition process, the LPN to RN, I really didn't see many YouTubers talking about, you know, their experience as LPNs. And I just wanted to kind of be like that guide, you know, for nursing students to, uh, not make the same mistakes that I've seen others make. Um, Mm. to go back to school as soon as you can, like don't wait (laughs) two Mm -hmm. years and get comfortable. So I I created that little outlet and it's really, it's nice. I mean, I get to inspire people in my own little way um, and talk about my experience and kind of, you know, guide them so they don't make the same mistakes I did. That is so awesome. And I'm so glad you're doing that because like you said, we, we really don't. Like when I was going through my transition, when I was taking this lengthy way of getting back to the nursing field or when I got into the nursing field and I was transitioning from bedside into the administrative role, I had literally no one to guide me or direct me or the challenges that you would face mm-hmm in administration nursing is completely different from what you would face at the bedside. 
you know, in nursing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have anyone that I could reach out to. And I didn't even know that there was other avenues in nursing that I could do. And um, Mm -hmm. that's why I created this platform for it to be a way to, you know, help encourage and inspire nurses. So I'm glad that you're taking on that initiative because not only is that helping others, it's also a self-help, a self-help for you because you have a platform event and Mm -hmm. you got people like me that want to hear it. Like, oh, girl, tell me more. Mm, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Share the tea, share the tea. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I'm really, really glad that you're doing that. That really makes me like so happy. I love to see people just it's funny. Our own life experience is what we're using to help other people, you know, so they don't make the same mistakes or they don't feel alone if, you know, they're going through the same thing we went through. Exactly. And like, it's really nice. It's a nice feeling like I don't even care if I don't get X amount of views or X amount of subscribers. If I can get at least one person to get some type of message from it and not make the same mistake, then I'm happy. I'm so happy you said that because the impression is people think that, oh, when you're doing something like that, it's for a gain. But really, what are you gaining by being completely vulnerable and open to people knowing what happened to you and you're telling them about your failures? You know, like what can I really gain? Like people don't realize that it takes time to do what, you do you know you're not only you're just creating a video you're having to edit it you're uploading it you're taking time out from Mm -hmm. your personal day of being off or away from school to vent Mm -hmm. or or share something so I love that you said that it it really is to get to those who need it and not for like oh I just want to be popular because girl you're a model I don't know what what's higher than a model you know you can go (laughs) so you've already kind of you know you have your own your own platform to be that voice for nurses. And I, and I really, really, um, I really appreciate you and commend you for that girl. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So what advice yes. can you give to someone who is interested in the LVN to RN program? Like where would they start and what would you tell them to do? Take your prereqs at an accredited school. Mm-hmm. Number one, cause if you go to one of these, fly-by-night schools, you might not be able to transfer the credit anywhere. (laughs) Mm, That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's like a really big, you know, deal. If you could do your prereqs at a community college or university, then definitely do it that route and not so much private institutions. Smart. Did you save more money doing it that way? Like, what was the cost difference for you? And do you know the cost difference from you know, now that you're going to be an RN, like, is that a higher pay range compared to what you're making now as an LVN? Share some of that tea, girl, because I know people want to hear that. Um, well, for the prereqs, the cost difference between community college and private schools is, okay, let's say I take a class, I take an anatomy class at a community college. That would cost me 360 plus the lab, which I believe is like 150 or 112 or something like that. So it's like a little bit, uh, I'm bad with math, but it's like a little bit over $500, right? Mm -hmm. And then let's say another person opted to go to a private school for anatomy because they want to knock it out in four weeks and they want it to be easier Mm -hmm. that same person would pay 
they would pay $2,000 when I only paid like a little bit over five. Wow. And then at the same time, you're running the risk of that private school. um, Like, let's say you did all your prereqs there, but you want to uh, transfer yourself into a like university or something like that. They don't Mm -hmm. always take all the credits. Wow. So, yeah. That's good. I I think that's something that happens. I don't know about other states, but it happens a lot in Florida. Like there's a lot of um, scams, like for nursing schools. Wow. That's something to definitely keep in mind because I know there's a lot of schools now that are doing pop-ups. They're popping up out of nowhere and they're saying they can give you an RN degree. And then while you're taking your courses at the end, they end up not being accredited. And I've heard a lot of of institutions like that, um, especially from my home state, Texas. I know of a couple of universities that were like that, that they were not accredited, students paid, and at the end of the day, they couldn't get their degree. And I like that you said that. That is definitely something to look out for is to make sure you're taking your prereq somewhere that you can afford out of pocket so you don't have to pull out loans, you know, or and do it at a community college and make sure those are transferable credits because not everything yes. will transfer, and especially from accredited school. So I like that. Go ahead, girl. You better drop some advice. Mm. Yes, drop these gems. Drop them. <laughs> oh, okay. so point number two to make sure that whatever school that you go, you decide you want to go to, whatever nursing school, look at your state board of nursing website and check under verify a license. And you can check like the school to make sure that they're accredited. That's good. It'll, yeah, there'll be like three different statuses, either accredited, approved, or probationary. Um, and then you can also see the NCLEX passing rates on that same website. So that's good. That's yeah. very important. Yes. Ooh, I hope y'all writing these yes. gems down. Write them down. Write them down. <laughs> that is so yeah. awesome. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode with Very Vanessa. She's dropped a lot of gems, especially for those out there who wonder what it's like to go from LVN to RN. And on top of that, for those who are stuck, it's okay to be stuck. Figure it out. It's your journey. Let it be yours. I want to inspire you to keep on going, though. Just because you're stuck doesn't mean you have to give up. Like I've said, I love to hear from you guys. So feel free to shoot me an email at tobytalks at tobytodge.com. Again, that's tobytalks at tobytodge.com. Till next time, you guys, check out the latest episode. You don't want to miss it. Talk to you guys soon. Later.